Happy Saturday, dear hearts. It's Melissa Mitchell, founder of A Yogi Kitchen and Pantry. Welcome. It is really good to be back. If you haven't been here before, this is Off the Mat, and I'm so happy you're here. This is where we talk about the lessons that we learn in our asana practice and our meditation practice, our mindfulness practice on the mat, and how those lessons translate into our everyday life, walking around off the mat. So it's how it affects us as daughters, as sisters, as business owners, as workers, as co-workers, as neighbors, as community members. Um, any role that you can put on yourself, this is, or a title, I guess, that you could put on yourself, a role that you fulfill, this is where we talk about those lessons and how they translate. This session, our word is retreat. I've had, as some of you know, it's been a really kind of crazy 10 days for me. And maybe I need to stop saying that because it just kind of keeps happening. I'll have, you know, a little lull and then a crazy 10 days and a little lull and then a crazy four days or, and maybe that's just how life is for everyone. Um, but I want to share that experience with you, let you know what's going on with me because you guys are so sweet and kind. You're, you're always texting me or messaging me on some social platform and asking like how I'm doing. And I appreciate that so much. We have such a really lovely, loving, open, big hearted community. And um, I, I have so much gratitude for you guys. So we're going to talk about how some mini retreats really saved me um, this last 10 days or so. All right, we're talking about some of the stuff that's been going on. A lot of you know this, and there's no real reason to dwell on it, but I do have a point to make, so bear with me. And again, thank you so much for everyone who reached out, texted me, or messaged in Facebook, or on Twitter, or Instagram, and just asked how I was doing, or just, you know, said, hey, we're thinking of you, hang in there. So I guess this all started... <laughs> with my friend's mom dying. And the real issue was, um, they kept thinking like, oh, tonight, she was in hospice. And this is my friend who's about 10 years older. So her mom's in her 80s. And the hospice would call, the hospice nurse would call and say, we think it's going to be tonight. So the whole family would rush there. And you all know these stories, either it's happened to you, or you have a good friend that it happened to. And they would go to hospice and no, she would hang on. Um, she had a strong will. So this went on for about seven days. And um, as this is all going on, this is my good friend. She's one of my oldest friends in the Lawrence, Kansas area. Uh, I think I met her within a few months of moving here about 15 years ago. She's part of our yoga family. She's part of our Sunrise Project family. She volunteers her time. And she had asked as she was planning her mom's funeral if Sunrise Project, where we both volunteer, um, and the founder, Melissa, who I'm good friends with, would consider catering for the memorial service, or I guess the wake, or I don't know, the meal, the repast, the meal after the funeral. And uh, she said, I know you guys don't do that kind of thing normally, but I'm wondering if Sunrise Project and a yogi kitchen would cater this. She's like, I'd way rather the money 
go to a good organization than just go to a caterer. And she's like, so we, I would really appreciate it. And I said, well, let me talk to Melissa and let me see how this might work out. And then I called her right back. And I said, you know what? Whatever Melissa says, don't worry about it. I will take care of it. I will, I will figure it out one way or another. And whether I have to rent her equipment or something, like I'll figure it out. And then I talked to Melissa who was like, yes, of course we'll do this. Like she's our family member, of course, not a problem. So Glenda's mom kept hanging on and Melissa and I were watching the calendar because on the first Wednesday of every month, we, a Sunrise Project and a Yogi Kitchen volunteers create a meal for about 350 people in our community. And it's a long day. And the day before is kind of long. And we thought, oh my gosh, you know what's going to happen? Because this is just how the universe works, right? The repast is going to be like on our community meal day. Like, how are we going to do that? And it, it could possibly mean just, you know, cooking for an extra 50, 60 people, but it also meant making a completely different meal. Like, so doing two meals on the same day and just how to do that plus being able to, to deliver the food and serve the food. And so it all worked out fine. We ended up having the, the service on Halloween Monday, which my favorite holiday of the year. So um, for like the third year in a row, something has come up on Halloween. I'm like, oh my gosh. And the night before Halloween, um, my ex-husband texted me and said, I, I think I, and we're really good friends. We have children together. My son lives with him. Our son lives with him. And he texted and he said, I, I think I'm pretty sick. I think I probably should go to the doctor. And he's like, do you think I should go to the ER or go to the doctor? And he told me his symptoms. And I said, I'm coming right now. You're going to the ER this second. And he put me off for about an hour because he was, I didn't understand why, but he was so weak and exhausted. He couldn't get his shoes on and, you know, get moving before an hour. So got to the ER. He has hepatitis A with some liver damage from a different issue. Hepatitis A is normally a very mild virus. Lots of people get it and don't even know they have it. Uh, his was really severe. Doctors were like, I have never seen liver enzymes this high in people who, you know, don't necessarily need a transplant. Um, so it was a scary few days. He is home and he is going to be fine and he's going to have a full recovery if, you know, he continues to rest and take care of himself. Glenda's mom's service went beautifully. Melissa and I had a great time catering together. We are considering doing more of this kind of work because we both really enjoy it. And then also it helps our organizations. It helps the Yogi Kitchen and it helps Sunrise Project. Um, my kids, everyone in our fi family, I have an adult child and a teenage child and my ex, and we still consider ourselves a family. We just live in different places, but we very much care for each other and, and have um, a lot of respect and love for each other. So we are getting along great. Kind of everyone's pitching in to, to help my ex. I talked to my mother-in-law for the first time in 15 years, which we don't have a problem with each other. We just live in different cities and there's, we don't really have a reason to interact very often. 
So uh, that's been the week. It's been a lot. And on top of that, oh, and then we had our meal and we kind of sometimes it's just really hard to tell who's going to come, how it's going to go. And I do have to say, I learned how to make jambalaya in a very new way. I think I was making it way harder before than it needed to. And I'm so excited about this. If you are somewhere in my vicinity, don't be surprised if you get some jambalaya on your doorstep very, very soon. So that's been my week or 10 days or so. And I'm so grateful. Well, first for all of you, again, thank you so much for your love and support. And the people who stepped up who were like, oh, we can help Um, the Yogi Bakers. So the Yogi Bakers, usually um, the Yogi Kitchen family usually uh, bakes for the meal, the community meal that we do. And this time I asked them to step up for Glenda and every single person I asked, hey, would you please make a German chocolate cake. I have a recipe for you. It was Glenda's mom's favorite and she made it her whole life. And that's what they want to serve at the meal. Every single person that I asked said yes. Like in a second, one person said, I'm traveling. Can I, or two people actually said, I'm traveling. Can I make it on this day before I leave? And we weren't really sure because I didn't know like when the service would actually be. Every single person stepped up. We had enough bakers for our community meal and enough bakers for the funeral. And um, out of the blue, a business in town that often donates to us, Eileen's Cookies, I think it's Eileen's Colossal Cookies, called and said, hey, we have a freezer problem. Can we bring you some cookies? Because you have a meal coming up. And we we're like, okay, yes, please. So we had backups in case we didn't have enough, but we definitely did. And it was just a really... Um, amazing time where the community really came together and I'm so appreciative and so humbled and honored by the entire experience. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about how our word for the session retreat really helped me get through this time. Okay. So our word is retreat and I chose this word because we will, our session culminates on November 20th with a Yogi Kitchen's annual fall retreat. And there's still time to set up, uh, sign up for this. If you're gonna be out of town, there's time to still get a plane ticket or come on the train or drive here um, and join us for retreat. I'm inviting you to my home this year and there's only a few more spaces for us to have enough room in my house. So if you're very interested, go to the website, yogikitchen.com and um, sign up today. So this all fell together in kind of a weird Melissa Mitchell kind of way where um, there was some COVID involved. There was some, I can't even remember, just some lack of energy going around some other, oh, I know, it was Sunrise Project had their pie auction the week before. And so sort of last minute, I got together with the people who were already signed up and I said, hey, you know, this isn't the best date for us. And we all looked at our calendars and someone said, and I was really thinking we'd do it the next weekend. We looked at our calendars and someone said, what about November 20th? And I was like, well, that's a lot further out than I thought. However, once I asked Alexa about the temperature the last two years for November 20th, it's warm, pleasant, 
we're going to dress in layers and hopefully still be able to be in my backyard. The thing I didn't think through is that November can be kind of wet in Kansas, but we'll deal with that when we deal with it. And we'll still be at my home and be able to do this. And I'm making lunch for everyone. Um, we're going to have tea and do some journaling. And so I'm just really looking forward to this. And when I, when I reset it and I thought, okay, maybe November is a better month to do this. And right before Thanksgiving is maybe a really great month time to do this. It just all fell together and felt really good. And I said, okay, well, we're just going to focus on retreat until that date. That'll be the culmination. It'll be our retreat celebration. Um, and it's going to be, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this because I've really been craving my own retreat. And so it inspired me to create, to develop a retreat for my yoga family. And we actually have um, at least one new person who's not a regular part of our family join us. So the community is always growing and we're so grateful to that. Um, for everyone who, whether you're reading the newsletter, whether you're coming to yoga classes and events, there's it's an interesting group. Some of you read the newsletter religiously I see who reads it and you guys are reading it every single time, but you never sign up for a class and that's okay. Some of you I know because you give me great feedback and I appreciate you so much for that. I know that you listen to the podcast. I know you're reading the blog, although the blog's been sort of on hiatus, but I know that you're reading the newsletter and you're coming to classes and you're coming to events. And that is some lovely community engagement. And I really appreciate that. And on top of that, some of you who are doing those things are also contributing to um, our volunteer efforts for Sunrise Project. So that's a beautiful, lovely thing. And I'm, I'm so proud of our yogis for really stepping up and and just being part of that beautiful community. And our two communities are starting to meld. And that feels really delicious. So that's how the idea about retreat came. Last week, when everything was feeling really big, and really, honestly, I had the first good night's sleep last night that I've had in at least a week, I would say, maybe maybe a little less than a week, six days. So it's it's not just last week, like I'm, I'm in recovery mode right now. But the thing that really helped me is getting away from this idea that I have, like retreat is like going to some commune in Ojai and practicing yoga, you know, in the forest, which would be really lovely. And, and if you know it all, uh, I guess I'm talking about White Lotus, which is not a commune. It's it's uh, White Lotus is a, a yoga center in Ojai. I think it's in Ojai, um, which I've always wanted to go to. And I just keep thinking that's what retreat really means is just, you know, going somewhere where nobody knows me, maybe with a friend or two, but just unplugging from my life, practicing yoga, meditating, going for silent walks in the woods. That's sort of my idea of retreat. And this week really drove it home for me. Of course, I already knew this, but it really drove it home to me that you can retreat anytime, anywhere for any amount of time. So one of the things I would do is I would say to myself, Melissa, you just need to retreat. And so I would leave my ex's hotel, hotel, hospital room. Like one time it happened, a friend came to visit and I said, okay, I'm going to let you two talk and I'm going to go make a few phone calls. And I did. I walked labs, laps around the, the unit and made my phone calls. 
kind of updating everyone and talking to doctors or whomever I need to talk to. And that would be a great kind of way of getting away from it all. But that's not exactly retreat, is it? It was just sort of shifting the work that I needed to get done. I didn't need to sit there and be with there with him and do whatever needed to be done. I needed to do some other stuff. When that friend came, I said to myself, you just need to take a little retreat. So I found the family lounge, which was empty. And I just sat. And I didn't, I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't on my computer because I think sometimes we get confused about rest and retreat. And I do this. We all do this, right? Um, we say, you know what? I really need to sit down. And so you sit down and you're on your phone for a few minutes and then you go wherever, whether you're at work taking a break or like this happens when we volunteer, when we do our community meals at sunrise, I'll tell people, hey, you've been here for quite a bit and I need you to go drink some water and sit down and just take a, take a beat, just rest. And people stay on their phones and they do, and there's no judgment about that, but they do whatever because they're resting. And then they go, okay, I sat for five minutes, so I'm good to go now. And so that's lovely. That's rest. And that's a good, important thing, but it is very different than retreat. And so through these last few days, especially this week, the last like, uh, six days, I've just made myself take mini retreats. Um, for me, a long bath is not about getting clean. If I think, oh, I smell, I need to get clean, I jump in the shower. If I think I want to just retreat, it's bath time. Um, I know someone who she likes a bath every morning. And so she gets in the tub and she has her coffee and her purpose there is to get clean. And so it's nice. It feels really good and it is relaxing, but it's not necessarily the same as retreat. So I've been thinking a lot about that, the difference between me time, self-care, retreat, rest. I invite you to think about that also. It's a great thing to journal about in your life because we all do it differently, right? In your life, what is the difference between rest and retreat or me time and self-care? And I used to have some really strong ideas about it. And I still really push back because so many people have a very hard time with just stopping, just being and learning how to be still is really important. But I realize we're not all there and we all do it differently. So I want to have an open heart to everyone, but also really push like there is a difference between me time and self-care or rest and retreat or rest in me time. Um, and I, I really want us as a society to get better about having these conversations, certainly in my little community, in our little community, I, I think we need to get better about having these conversations, teaching each other how to do it, and especially teaching the ones coming up. So I got a 26-year-old and a 17-year-old, and I think it's extremely important to help them define in their lives the difference between rest and retreat or, and or collapse. I got a kid, he'll go and go and go and he won't sleep and he'll be up till six in the morning until six in the morning and then he collapses. And I really want to help him understand that resting is important, but that's not the same as like the mindful, intentional rest 
that a lot of us do that, you know, when you just take a few moments. Um, and, and I think, you know, he's going to figure it out. He's, he's 17. So, you know, he probably, we'll see, he could get to college and it could hit him and then he'll have to figure out out of necessity, um, as a lot of us have had to do. Um, so I'm off topic here. So just think about in your life, what's the difference between rest and retreat? What's, and what, what is most helpful when? So there are days, um, like I had a day this week where I was supposed to do some things like take my car in. Oh yeah, there was other stuff, taking my car in, sorting through clothes at Sunrise Project, like all kinds of other stuff was also going on this week. And I just sort of said, no, I, I called the car people and I said, hey, uh, something came up. Can I bring my car in tomorrow? And they said, yeah, no problem. And the old Melissa, and I know there's a lot of you out there just like this, would have said, no, 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 I made this commitment. I have to make it happen. I can't change it. The car has to go in today. And the car did not need to go in that day. It was perfectly fine to take the car in the next day. So, you know, giving yourself some grace giving yourself a little moment to take a beat, take a breath, journal or talk with a friend or whatever it is, however you process and think about, you know, self-care, self-love, rest, retreat, how they all fit together. And there is a whole bunch more. I got a whole bunch of R's. Renew, relax, rejuvenate, um, re-energize. Those are, and I, I talk about those a lot with restorative yoga, which is 8.30 on Monday nights on Zoom. Um, and it's really peaceful on Zoom. My intention was to teach it on Zoom and in person. And the people who come don't want to come to my house for yoga. They're like, no, because I'm in my living room and I'm all sleepy and relaxed. And then I just get off my mat and I go crawl in bed. I don't want to drive from your house to my house, which I completely understand. I have no judgment about. And honestly, it's the same for me. I don't have to worry about having people in my home for yoga. I just turn on my computer. And when I'm done, I crawl back into bed or crawl into bed. So uh, join us for the R's, the R-E's, relax, restore, rejuvenate, re-energize, uh, rest. There's more. And I think that's kind of what I wanted to talk about with retreat is learning how to take those mini retreats, whether you plan them or whether you go, oh, someone's visiting my family in the hospital, I don't have to be here right now. I can walk away and get a little mini retreat in. And then finally, I just wanted to talk about what's coming up. So uh, heads up about Thanksgiving weekend or week is I'm not teaching. So I will teach the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And then that's it for a whole week. Um, I will not teach the following Sunday, that long weekend of Thanksgiving weekend. And I don't remember if I've talked about this here, but um, there's just every year I kind of stress myself out about it. I try to create like special classes or have a special schedule um, to entice people. And I always think people need yoga at Thanksgiving because you've been dealing with family or you've been traveling a lot or, you know, got people in your home. So get out of the house and come to yoga or, you know, bring your favorite, whatever, family member to yoga with you or, um, you know, lots of different things, I think. And they're just not true. It just 
doesn't work that way. So this year, I've decided to take the pressure off my back. And I think for the next year, for 2023, around every holiday that comes up, I'm just not going to teach and give myself that break. And I've tried it different ways. If you've been listening for a while, or if you uh, come to class and you know me or part of our yoga community, last year, I would teach for four weeks and then take a week off. And what would end up happening is that week off was not a week off. It was just a week that I focused on like more administrative things. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And at one point I got to a place where like, okay, it's not a week off. It's a week where I am, you know, redirecting my energy. And so it's a week where I can be more focused on the blog on, I don't think I podcasted back then. Maybe I did. Um, I can, you know, focus on those other things, getting the newsletter out more consistently, like whatever. So it just, it it wasn't exactly what I'd hoped. At the time, I remember like, oh, I really love this pattern. And then I don't know why the pattern shifted. That's how it works in my life often. Um, I'll shift a pattern. and It was a pattern that I enjoyed. And then years later, I'll be like, why did I stop doing that? And so there may be a time I, I go back to doing that. It's not going to happen right now, but there may be a time where I go back and we'll take a week off for classes. Um, This point right now, I'm thinking Thanksgiving, I'm going to take this week off. I think the week before Christmas, I'm going to take off. And then the week between Christmas and New Year, I might be teaching more. Um, But anyway, (laughs) I'm thinking out loud here. Or yeah, Um, the week of Thanksgiving, I am not teaching. So I am happy to do a pop-up. If you know that your sister from out of town or your cousin from out of town and you would like to get together and do a yoga class, just text me uh, 785-760-5412 to ask for a pop-up. And as much as it's within my, my, uh, what am I trying to say? As much as I'm able, I I will do a pop-up whenever it comes up. Um, Speaking of Thanksgiving, whether you are near or whether you are far away, we have a family that we share our love with. Uh, We have a family and we have a couple of people who live on the street that uh, or in the camps. They struggle with housing security. Um, So I I know who these men are. I look for them. I know where they hang out. Um, And I just make sure to, you know drop them food at least once a week. I think I didn't do last week because of how crazy it was. But, um, you know, as much as I can, sometimes I'll just slap a sandwich together and take it to them. But most often I'm cooking for the community on a weekly basis. So I just make sure I get them some food. Um, and so for Thanksgiving, what I'd like to do is I'm asking everyone if there's something that you make the day before or a couple of days before your meal and you could make some extra, let's go ahead and share with our family and with some of those people um, that I know from Massachusetts Street. If you are far away, uh, you can go to the website and you can donate and you can make a note what you're donating for. Like if you want to be really specific and say, I am buying rolls for Thanksgiving meals, let me know. Um, If you kind of don't care, just put Thanksgiving meal down there, then I'll put it towards whatever we're making. And I think we're going to end up probably buying an extra turkey and cooking the turkey a couple days ahead. And then I'll have turkey with my family separate. Um, So yeah, let us know 
how you want to donate, what you want to donate. If you're in Lawrence or the Lawrence area and you want to make some food, just text me or email me, mel at ayogikitchen.com or again, 785-760-5412. That's what's coming up at the end of the month. Before that, however, we have two baking opportunities if you are in the area. One is, oh, and donation opportunities. Uh, November 12th, uh, Sunrise Project is kicking off their Share the Warmth season with an event called Coats and Coffee. It is Saturday, November 12th from 10 till 12. There's going to be home-baked pastries plus coffee plus coats for all ages and all sizes. Well, I can't promise all sizes, but in as many sizes as people have to donate. So if you have coats and you'd like to donate, please get in touch with me. Um, I will either let you know when you can drop them off or uh, I can come pick them up from you. I'm happy to do that if you're in Lawrence proper, not a problem. If you want to bake for that event, get in touch with me, or you can go to sunriseprojectks.org and you can sign up to be a baker. Um, All of their events, you can sign up to volunteer. And we are hoping to expand our volunteer base because we have so many exciting things we want to do next year. We're going to sit down uh, next week and talk about some of the ways that we've been inspired. Uh, Okay, I'm going to take a break from the calendar for just a second. I have one more thing to share with you. I think it's just one more thing. Um, Oh, two more things. Um, So I have been inspired. Melissa shared a program with me. I think it's a PBS program called Broken Bread. And the host is Roy Choi, who is a really awesome chef. He's like world renowned. I, he, he started basically the food truck industry, not industry, but that, that whole movement that was happening um, and that continues to happen. And he's just a really humble, decent, down to earth guy who just has some excellent values. And so he is in LA and each episode of the series is about food issues in our communities. So it's about things like food deserts. It's about helping people um, who no one wants to reach out a hand to help, like incarcerated youth who are working at restaurants specifically to help them gain some skills and maybe to keep them out of jail. Um, it's about, uh, like I said, food deserts. We talked. About, there was an episode about food waste. There's an episode about meat and what it's doing to the planet. And uh, this one floored me that... The meat industry impacts our atmosphere more than cars, trucks, buses, and trains combined. So if we can all just stop one meat meal a week, it changes the atmosphere of our planet. I mean, that's kind of, it floors me. Uh, There's a whole talk about vegan culture. Um, He goes into the Beyond Meat plant and meets the man who developed Beyond Meat. It's just, I love this show. And oh, and the biggest one that's really I'm watching right now is about food waste in our culture and how in our society and how we can stop that cultural norm and who benefits from it and how we can really help feed the like, I don't even know hundreds of thousands of people. They, I heard a number earlier, but I can't remember what it was. Hundreds of thousands of people who do not eat every single day. 
Um, it's heartbreaking. So there's so many great things that Melissa and I are talking about and that we want, if you're in the Lawrence area, we love your input. You've got ideas of how to affect our community positively. We want that input. Again, it's Broken Bread. You can watch it for sure on Amazon Prime and you can watch it on Hulu. There's other ones. Those are the two that I have that I, I noticed you can watch it. And it's really good. Again, it's called Broken Bread. Yeah, Broken Bread. Um, okay, so that was my little aside real quick. And I wanted to make this a little faster than it is. Uh, okay, in addition to that, November 16th is our next community meal. We need bakers. We need people who will show up to help us chop and stir and season and cook. Um, so you can go to sunriseprojectks.org to sign up for that. And we really ask that you sign up. Um, you know, surprises are lovely, but it's really hard when we don't know who's showing up with what. And when people do just show up, sometimes it's hard to find them a place. Um, so it's really helpful if we can plan ahead and know who's coming, know what kind of food's coming, know how many people are making desserts. So if you're going to do desserts at your home, you can just text me or email me again, 785-760-5412 or mail at a yogi kitchen. If you just want to contribute to our efforts and help us feed people, you can make a donation at either Sunrise Project website or a yogi kitchen's website. Um, and you just let us know that it's a donation for the community and we appreciate it. Your donation goes to help me buy food that's resources for people who are hungry. It helps me put gas in my car so I can deliver that food, uh, gas in the car to help go pick up donations, keeps my Wi-Fi on so I can teach classes so that we can feed more people. It's this really lovely circle that is feeling really cohesive to me right now. And that's sort of my word that I've been thinking about a lot. Life just feels cohesive. It feels like every part is mixing together really well. And as a lot of you know, I used to split my time um, between sometimes two places, sometimes three places. And just having been in one place for the last couple of years has really helped me feel grounded and, and have this big community impact um, and encourage you all to have community impact and grow a yogi kitchen and pantry to this place where I am so proud I got to tell you, almost every surface in my house has donations on it right now. I got some cleanup to do, but it's so satisfying. I'm not sure that my partner feels like it's as satisfying as I do. I think he looks at the dining room table covered in, you know, canned goods or there'll be boxes of food sitting here or there um, and clothes everywhere. Right now, you cannot pull a car into the garage. Um, he had moved a lot of the things to the side, but now there's a whole strip in the middle of the garage that I have just thrown things down on, uh, because it was raining and it was cold and I was just like, okay, I'll sort through this later. Um, so, but let me say, because if you guys, uh, I'm going to take a coat to one of our guys who lives right out. I don't know where he's living, but he, I see him on mass street. He's a little quiet and shy about where he actually stays, so um, I'm going to take that today. I'm going to take him a sandwich. And that's because of you guys, because of showing up for yoga classes and donating money, because of just going to the website and donating money, uh, because you empty your closets and you share. And what happens sometimes is that I'll have a family where I share some things, especially one family I know. She wears a small. I don't get a lot of stuff in small. And so if I bring her stuff in small, 
she'll be like, wait, I have some things someone gave me and they're too big. Let me give them to you. So it all is this really beautiful circle. Um, and I just, I'm really happy with our community and the way life is going right now. All right. That is the end of me going on and on. Come to yoga, please. It is lovely to have you. We are in person. Well, tomorrow morning we're online, slow flow on Zoom. All the Zoom information is on the website. I'm going to go update the website today. Um, we are in person in Lawrence at Sunrise Project for community yoga because it's all about opening our minds, healing our hearts, and doing it together through mindful food and delicious yoga. So it's community, community, community. Uh, something I believe so strongly in, sharing our love, feeling that love energy. When we share and when we're together and practice together, there's an energy of love around us all. So come in person. It's uh, 6 o'clock on Sunday evenings at 1501 Learnard. And that's a donation class. All the classes are by donation. Um, I think that's kind of it. I hope you're having a really lovely Saturday. Namaste. Mm -hmm.